1: that is so retrograde it's our second episode this week mm, mm, mm. coming in hot not to brag but but we're doing
0: six episodes a month now so we're working uh, hard
1: she's putting in work Yep. and by she i mean we and by we we I mean, mean our mean... producer Ray. <laughs> <laughs> i mean us yeah no we are
0: for sure i'm living my dream I'm working six days a month.
1: (laughs) My name's Elizabeth Cox. Hi, Elizabeth. I'm Stephanie Samari, as you know. That's so retrograde. It's your home of pop wellness deliciousness. Can
0: you see this exterior circles of the nipple stickers I have on?
1: No. Okay, cool. I can't. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, I'm you not guys... wearing a bra, so. Oh,
0: cool. Oh my god, fun. This is a braless episode.
1: Take your bras off.
0: This is an exciting episode. Take your bras off if you're gonna listen, <laughs> and if you're driving, throw out the fucking window. We don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> or if you're at work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just... Or if you're at work, start burning it. <laughs> if you're a man, start wearing one. Just,
1: if you're at work, just stand up and walk out. Just leave. <laughs> um, this is is a very exciting
0: episode because it's a subject that has been, come it's come up in almost every uh, questionnaire, questionnaire, I don't know why I just made that so official. Do we have
1: questionnaires now? I don't know. That sounds <laughs> upsetting. Every time
0: we pass out number two pencils, people check this box <laughs> and um, no, it's for real though. Don't people always say that they want her on the show? Yeah.
1: And so without, without. So we're talking about human design. Wow. 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 <laughs> Human design is... The two episodes a week are hard for Steph. It's okay. We're finding our footing. What do you mean? I feel like I'm doing great. I feel like I'm crushing right now. You're crushing
0: A little too hard. Um, No, but honestly, like, learning about human design was life-changing for me as a fan of astrology. Yes. uh, Looking at these things as a blueprint for, for our existence, I felt like once she dropped the knowledge of this, it was this like key to a door that I knew was there but couldn't see
1: it's a major level up in the world of understanding your birth time and date and then running wild with it yeah so
0: I learned well can I I share what I learned sure so as you guys know um well okay two things I I think that they'll enjoy this anecdote we learned the things that we learned that were the most interesting was like where we thrive and our scent our sense right yeah so there's like the
1: next level did she talk about this on the show or no, was this, this afterwards was, this was post convo this was for the after show but they know we're manifesting generators right
0: right okay so as you guys know as manifesting generators uh okay so you guys know that I took a break from sex right did we talk about this Yes, many times. times. Uh, Elizabeth told me that she got down on her knees and prayed that a dick would come into my life. I actually
1: didn't get down on my knees as well as at a red light. Oh, it would have been
0: better if you got down on your knees. I know it's
1: better for the story, but I actually didn't get down on my knees. I don't get down on my knees for much. Let's just be real. (laughs) Um, And I had done it off
0: a recommendation from Lacey being like... You know, if you want to get your partner, you have to stop having sex. Who
1: might I add full circle? We learned about Jenna Zoe for the first time. From Lacey. From Lacey. Yeah. And then our girl, India, Gentile. Shout out to India, who always connects us with the best people connected us with Jenna. Right. Just so everybody knows the route.
0: I wonder what India's human design is. I bet she's a generator. Generator. I bet she is, too. Um Anyways, uh, after learning about human design, I found out that my number one sense of how I relate to the world is touch. So Which I, was, I
1: could have told you.
0: Right, since she hates when I try to touch her twenty four seven.
1: This is soft. Touch it. I know what something soft feels like. I love you so much, but I get it. I just want everyone I to know.
0: commune with the with the
1: I experience. The and now I do. that I understand in a deeper level yeah. how you use touch, I now appreciate it more right. instead of being like I don't want to. Even though I still don't want
0: to. But you'll be kinder about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyways, she really just like made me realize that I was completely neglecting like a crucial part of my existence. And I felt that way, but I didn't I couldn't put the pieces together because I was just trying to like white knuckle this experience. And then when she said that I was like, Oh,
1: I don't have to keep doing it this way anymore. And then you found your closest bar, found your closest <laughs> doorman, and got the fuck to it. And you know what's funny is I talked to Shannon about this yesterday
0: and she was Aganza like Ganza at she, Moon Gathering. Yeah, she was like, You have, you're on like, she's like, you're in between two doors right now of like relationship experience. And I'm like, I literally just fucked a door guy. And she's like, that's so funny. Perfect. Because he's the door to like my next yeah, experience. And he also so guards much the symbolism. door. He wants to be an actor. He's got dreams. Whatever he's cut off. Um, Anyways, just that's just an anecdote to share that, like, the human design aspect can illuminate spaces that you've been trying to poke around in the dark with.
1: Can I share another anecdote? Please, and give love to one of the brands that made the show happen today.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Taking
1: my heart and turning it into a selling point. I like it, Elizabeth. That's what I'm here for, kid. (laughs) Okay, we've got Fleur. We've talked about them recently. Mm -hmm. P-H-L-U-R. They create expertly crafted, sustainably produced perfumes without the bad stuff. Sold at an honest price. Mm -hmm. It's a revolutionary way of discovering and experiencing fragrance. And you and I have been fans of them like, yeah. for a minute. And um, they introduced this very cool new option where you can uh, have a customizable three cent sampler set. Oh. So you can go on the site, see which scents are speaking to you, pick those out and then you'll get, I believe it's an $18 credit. It's worth mentioning that the
0: way in which you pick your scent is through a visual experience and a playlist that yeah. they curate to kind of get you in the mood and connect you with what they've created. They
1: share the vision boards that they use with the performers that crafted the scents mm-hmm. with us as yeah. the consumer, which is very cool. And they're really one of the only fragrance brands that have full transparency in terms of ingredients, which is pretty kind of creepy. And they also sell them at Sephora. I just have to say, once they're, you're at Sephora, it's like... I mean, a a mainstream conscious brand is my favorite thing. So head over to Fleur.com. Use promo code retrograde.
0: P-H-L-U-R dot com.
1: 20% off your custom Fleur sampler set. You pick three scents to try and then you get credit towards a full size bottle of whichever scent is your favorite. I love it. That's promo code retrograde at Fleur.com. P-H-L-U-R. 20% off. Namaste, smelling fab, guys. Mm,
0: fresh with a PH.
1: Oh, I hey. see what you did there. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, go over, let's talk some human design starting I'm manifesting and now. I'm generating. So human design. Who is, Who is she? Who is she? What is she? We sort of know her, but we'd like to get more acquainted. So okay. let's start with the basics.
2: Yeah. So she was born Mm -hmm. in January 1987. Ooh. Just like me. She's an 80s baby. You were born in 1987? Yeah. 87. Oh my God. Yeah. Cute. And, um... And that was the same month uh, that Human Design was basically downloaded by a guy who was in an eight-day meditation in Ibiza. Okay. Heard a voice, like, kind of speak to him. He was dancing on the dance floor to rigorous (laughs) house music. Everyone was like, was he high? I (laughs) don't know. (laughs) Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. And um, he basically just, like, uh, listened to this voice for eight days and just got all of this information, basically, channeled down to him. Which is really cool. Yeah. And um, what's also cool is that he had his dog uh, sort of like around him at the time so there was also the design for animals and the design for plants and cells and everything that also downloaded through him oh my God, I'm
0: getting so like nip, nipple hard what's happening <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting excited about downloading information <laughs> holy shit I know wow. we just
2: all need to go live in Ibiza and party I think that's I think. definitely the solution here it's a new paradigm yeah for sure, it really is. Yeah. Um. So he basically um devoted the rest of his life towards um teaching other people how to read it, <clears throat> and then obviously also designing the software and the system so that people could actually figure stuff out. Um. So mm. like when you go to mybodygraph.com Com and you put in your information, that's like all designed by him. It's all coming from, it's all coming from the uh you know what he heard in those eight days. Wow. So, yeah.
0: Move over, Moses.
2: Right? Yeah. So his name is Ra Uruhu, not his real name, um, but he is not alive anymore. Oh, sad. So it lives on in Genizal. the people that he taught and, yeah, people that have just decided to pick it up How did then. it come to you? Um, I had a session with a shaman about four years ago, four and a half years ago. This okay. guy called Menesh Ibar and he did like a bunch of different things on me and one of them was human design. And I was like, I've never heard of this before, but I like love astrology and all this stuff. So, wh- what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just studied it and um, I started doing all my friends and my friend Dara who lives here who's an intuitive, she was like you need to do this and not what you're doing. Which was? Um, Running a healthy treats business back home. In the UK. Uh That was really popular. You had two books I believe. I wrote two cookbooks Uh and um, I also had a drink that was like a healthy mixer for alcohol that I actually really still want it still is like alive so I still really want someone to like take it over because I just think we all need like better things to mix with our tequila. Totally. And vodka. Yeah. Ice. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so basically she was like, just start doing it for people on the side. I was like, okay, I'll just do it on the side. Like, I don't want to give up my like business because I was like very conditioned into like business and it's hard and it's Mm -hmm. tough. And I like come from a family where everyone's like an entrepreneur. And so I was like, no, like I can't just be like crazy woo woo thing. Like it was never like my ambition. Right. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I literally didn't want to be like anything in the spiritual space or in the, in this kind of anything to do with um, what I'm doing now. Um, But I just started doing it for people on the side and then I just got so busy that I couldn't do both. Mm. And and so that's when I was like, okay, like I have to kind of sit up and listen. That's so cool. It
1: essentially takes your birth date Mm
2: -hmm. and time. Mm -hmm. And what else? Place. Mm -hmm. You run it through the system and what it brings up is um, almost like a map of your energetic body so your aura and so the idea is that everybody has a different aura a different way that they're supposed to be sort of showing up in the world and exchanging energy with the world around them so the people but also synchronicities and opportunities and um And so the idea is that if you use your machinery the way it's supposed to be used, then you're going to experience a lot less um, frustration and um, bumps in the road, and you'll have much more flow and things will be sort of more um, ease-filled.
0: Swimming WITH YOUR OWN CURRENT.
2: Yeah, instead of trying to be someone you're not. So it basically tells you this is who you came to be. Um, and so devote your energy to being the things that you're naturally already good at the things that come easy to you rather than trying to believe that there's something outside of yourself that you need to cultivate in order to be worthy or loved or blah blah blah.
0: I mean I feel like we could stop the episode there because it's just all we ever really need to know <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah. so tell us about there's four different kinds? Five, five. five. Okay yeah. so tell
2: us who they are and what they mean so there's five different energy types which is kind of like saying in astrology like are you an Aquarius or a Cancer so it doesn't tell you everything but it Tells you if you just master your energy type you've already done like a lot of the sort of removing blocks and difficulties
0: right because like the the type is the is this is the framework and then when you mm-hmm. look at everyone's
2: individual graph that's how you know yeah. like your chart mm-hmm. basically exactly okay so you two are both manifesting generators but you're not exactly the same people you're not supposed to be working the exact same way but the way that you show up in the world is the same mm-hmm So, um, why don't we start with that one? Yeah. So, manifesting generators, um, they're sort of like the hybrid for the new age in the sense that they are a mix of the other two. So they're part manifestors, which is another type, and part generators. Um, And the whole idea with manifesting generators is that every soul that chooses to be a manifesting generator has a karma where it's basically like they have to teach everyone else that life isn't so linear. And why that's really important is because we're entering into a new age now, according to human design in 2027. And so what manifesting generators have to kind of like leave behind and teach us by first teaching themselves is that life doesn't look like first you do this then you do that then you do this then this happens it's very much like um, we believe that things are limitless and there's no kind of like time with which you have to earn things and there has to be this like you know process where you have to grind and then you get this and blah 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 it's very much more that um you guys are very quick learners. You get what I call like a surge of mastery every time you apply your energy to something. So for you guys, you don't need to be doing something for a whole lifetime in order to get really good at it. So if we were all trying to start learning the harp at the same time, you two would be like, "Yep, got it, clicked. Like we know what this is about Mm. because life is saying to you, you're not supposed to stay here. You're supposed to just pick up the skill or the lesson in this and then move on to your next thing and so just because it doesn't look like there's linearity to the outside world there definitely is in terms of how your soul works because you're supposed to be going they're very multi-passionate people so they're supposed to want to like dip their toe here and then try this and then go here and then go that way but the world doesn't see the cohesion in that craziness um until it happens. So like, let's say, for example, I always say like Jessica Alba when she was 20 years old. Imagine if she said, I want to be an actress and I also want to have like this diaper line. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone would be like, (laughs) so dumb. (laughs) It's true. Everyone would be like, that doesn't, what do you mean? You have to pick one, you know? Because she's a man-gen and things have just like evolved that way. No one sees it as like being a problem. So the real thing with manifesting generators is they need to not let the world convince them that there's a problem with them because they are all over the place it uh, resonates with me so deeply speaking to my soul <laughs> like it's so insane like i feel
0: like the lessons i had to learn in like a hard way because mm-hmm. no one gave me permission to to know what i knew mm-hmm. it that is just it was so challenging for me like as a young comedian being like okay I'm doing this thing but like really I'm just learning how to be myself but then mm. it, in the world it was like no you do this for this long then you get this and you get th- and there was like all mm-hmm. these like steps that I was mm-hmm. supposed to like then- Even in
1: comedy in specifically comedy, which there's is- like a blueprint of how you're quote unquote supposed oh, yeah. no, to no, do it. It's like
0: okay you do open mics for this long then you start doing book shows then you do the road then you get a special then you get th- it's like there's just these things you're supposed to want to like check off your checklist <laughs> and like I never had those things <sighs> people would always be like you need to have like a tight five minutes so you can like get on late night and I'm a and clean like, set, clean for set this. all this shit, and yeah. I'm like, I just want to get on stage and like be myself, and like learn mm-hmm. how to do that, and like it didn't really make sense until like a few years ago when I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. like I knew I was like applying myself, and I don't care about any of those things. I never mm-hmm. did, and in trying to, it was making me be like, I guess I'll go on Walbutrin Mm-hmm. or whatever like mm-hmm. no judges yeah. but like it just put me into a, a locked state yeah. of being yeah. similarly yeah.
1: I just said yes to everything all different opportunities whether it was styling art directing producing like it mm-hmm. just was like this piques my interest and for so long like I would clench up if people would be like, what do you do? Because I didn't have a word for it. Yeah. And it would like, mm. I would, my body would reject that question because I didn't have an answer for it. And I felt mm. like I needed one. And it wasn't until you can kind of remove yourself a little bit. And you're kind of on the other side of the path that you're like, mm. Oh, like all of these experiences have now lent to mm-hmm. what I'm doing now or what I strive to do. And it's so to hear that, You know, we fall into this category. It's just like soul soothing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's so liberating. I mean, I think we're past the point where it was like if so if you came into my life five years ago I would have been like following you around (laughs) like a sad puppy, like, (laughs) tell me how to live. But now it's just more of like a
2: Mm-hmm. You I got trust your intuition yeah. always, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And with with all man gens, it's very much like new, yeah. Yeah. man gens. Yeah, I like gen. that. You have to, um, <laughs> tr- if you trust. Let's say, for example, you were both parented to know that, like, if things made sense at sixty or or seventy or fifty, then that would be enough of a like. That's an okay thing. Then you would never have this doubt in yourself totally. to begin with. So it's very much about, okay, I know things will add up, but I just don't have to see how they will add up. And that's often the hardest thing for man-gens they're like, I just can't see the road to the top of the mountain. And it's like, that doesn't mean there isn't a mountain.
0: Right. That's so wild. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's manifesting generators. I was also watching the food video that you sent, Mm -hmm. and it was like all about how manifesting generators like constantly need to be fueling themselves, Mm -hmm. because it's
2: like so much energy. Yeah, so they have the highest metabolism out of all the types, because they just have a bigger engine. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, and so um, what that means in terms of the way that you feel yourself also because gens are people that um, aren't linear right um it needs to be very much about there's needs to be like a playfulness to the way that they eat because the way that they should be in life is playful and like not linear and not structured so it's all about like i'm gonna eat things that i find so delicious and like not put anything in my mouth that is like unappealing or that i'm just because i was into eating pineapple for the last 20 days like it doesn't mean i'm gonna eat it again right It's it's just that's the micro in food about the way that you're supposed to be in life in general so cool and then now you're a projector Mm -hmm. and also the
1: person who introduced us to human design in general was Lacey Phillips Mm -hmm. when she was on our
2: show Mm -hmm. Um, she's also a projector so
1: why don't you talk to us about that
2: okay so projectors are basically um, people that we call them non-energy beings which means that sad. they sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's the when you first hear it, it's like the most scary as hell. It feels thing. pretty sad. <laughs> it's <was> really scary. <laughs> so what it means is that um projectors are not people that produce their own energy. So they don't have the same engine that just
0: holding yeah. your hand Control. giving you Hold some generation you. i'm getting
2: the generation it's the best like I, to be in a gen sandwich is like the most enlivening thing like i'm not normally this lively that's so funny i walk around like a corpse <laughs> well, we're feeding we're you nothing if not
1: good vibes yeah that's true party time pretty much all we have <laughs> exactly
2: so um so basically, projectors are people who um, it's not about what they do in the world. So they're not like people who are supposed to be like achievers per se. Um, they're supposed to be people that can see what everyone else is doing and help other people tweak the way that they get to their own thing. So projectors are people that don't have desires of their own. Okay. They're very sort of like influenced by other people's desires around them. But what they do have, because they don't have that energy in that engine, is a clarity because you're not mired by your own engine, is a clarity on like, oh, I see this trend or I see a pattern or I see a little tweak that this person could be doing. I see systems. I see efficiency. And, you know, obviously, there's so many different types of projectors. So, you know, some projectors are like really good in the investment world and then others are really good. And, you know, there's different applications. So for do them. they
1: tend to generally have like an advisor role, for instance, like, Legal or Legal. investment mm-hmm. or uh, for instance, with like you and Lacey, mm-hmm. who are very much guides for other people. Mm-hmm.
2: Like intuitive? Yeah. So, um, well, intuitives can be any type uh, technically, because um, that is something that we call. Um, well, once you have your energy type underneath that, there's something called your authority, which means a part of your body that kind of like is the one that you should the be leader. to. Mm. Mm. So if you're splenic anything, if you have what we call a splenic authority, means that your intuition is the thing that should be guiding your um, major life decisions.
0: Interesting. yeah.
2: Um, but with projectors, um, what they say is that they're supposed to be the sort of like new CEOs of the world in the sense that the old model of a CEO is very much like, this is my agenda and everyone's going to follow it. Um, which is kind of what manifestors old manifestors used to do and we'll get to that in a second but projectors are very much people who um you know it isn't supposed to be this kind of like proactive aggressive type of leading but much more like guys i get into the office my doors open anyone that is like needing to get little advice on how to change things as we go just come in ask me open door policy and then you can leave type of thing cool so it isn't so much about this is where we're going this is what everyone's doing but just like i'm available in case anyone wants anything so really the most important thing for projectors to understand is that the way that you manifest your um you know your kind of like most projectory self is by making yourself available for people to realize like oh she's available or he's available that mm. I can come and ask um you know questions about what they you know in whatever area of expertise because every projector has a niche that they see really clearly um and so it's about sort of like understanding that you see something so clearly and you just need to own that niche and your path of getting really good at that niche is actually educating yourself more and more about that rather than like I have to push I have to reach out to people I have to have a strategy about my PR and my this and my that it doesn't work for projectors because they're not supposed to be people that initiate they're very much more people that are just supposed to be available so people can come and ask them
0: That's so interesting. Mm.
2: But what about like mitigating the
0: real world aspect of like, like with you or Mm -hmm. with Lacey, it's like there is an element of, yes, you're doing this work and it's like a service, but it's, it's, you are running a business to some Mm -hmm. degree. So like, how does a projector deal with, how much to give and just how much to sit back yeah. in the practical application. So
2: the practical application is, it's only really about waiting to be invited when it comes to you sharing your gifts and someone else receiving them. So it's the energetic exchange of you giving your advice or your tweak or your whatever. So it isn't, for example, if I need my assistant do something, I'm not gonna like wait until she invites me. Right. Or right. Um, if I'm, if you know, my sister, for example, is like a, you know, we're really close. And so she, we have like, she, she calls it open invitation which means like you kind of know that that person always values you always you know it becomes like an obvious thing with like your friends and your family if they're really people that kind of see you
0: yeah um
2: but with new people you really and then it sounds so counterintuitive but you really cannot like I could never if I wanted someone to write an article about me um I could never reach out and be like here's my press pack I see ever it just never works so the hustle is like
1: a subtle with ease, it's not like a charge forth
2: mm-hmm. type of energy. And what's really interesting is that it's only manifestors which are 8% of the population um, and some manifesting generators who it's energetically correct for them to just initiate without anything else happening before. To third door it. How do we find out? So um, with, a, with being a manifesting generator, um, you would have to look and see if you have... Um, well a connection straight from your sacral which is one of your energy points to your throat okay um so i will tell you now that you stephanie are um actually both of you are more manifesting than generating so both of you can initiate which is cool (laughs) aggressive (laughs) whereas the rest of the world needs to wait for um, if you're a projector someone to invite you or if you're a generator or a more generator of a man gen um, you need to wait for the universe to send you a sign or a synchronicity to say like yes that's a good thing to go for Hmm. whereas you guys don't have to wait for a sign oh my god I've been sitting around fucking waiting for signs so for you the sign is internal is like, I want that. Yes. That is the sign.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Retro Feel record that. scratch. <laughs> Feel that 100%. Yeah. It's so always an inner signs. knowing.
2: Yeah. 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 For you too. Yeah. But the rest of the world, it's not. Wow. I'd like yeah. to deep dive on this about my dating life, but
0: let's go to the next <laughs> person
2: and then we'll get back to that. Um, yeah. So let's say, for example, that if, um, you know, I wanted to be on your podcast, I would never just be able to reach out. Like, I wouldn't just be would like, you just oh, sit well, I'm around just going to email like, them. I hope they call me. Uh, I'm also what we call a non-specific. I manifest in a non-specific way, which means when I say I want such and such to da 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 it doesn't work either. So I just have to be like, okay, I want to be sharing my gifts with as many people and help me use myself for my life purpose. And I don't have any control over how that looks.
1: So you have to kind of like so, give it up to mm-hmm. like receive or whatever, mm-hmm. interesting. Wow, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Whereas like Lacey, for example, is a spe- she manifests in a specific way. So she goes, I really want, you know, she'll make that list of like, I don't know, Vogue to write a piece about me and then Vogue calls. Yeah. But that doesn't work for me. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so crazy. Yeah. Okay, so that, that actually, this, like, kind of debunks every other, yeah. like, <laughs> spiritual metaphysical teaching, which is very, like, broad strokes and tells people, this can work for everyone, uh-huh. and that's just, like, simply not true. No. Everyone that's... has such a different And
1: also, I think that that's really telling, because if you are in touch with that inner knowing, you know what works for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I always know, like, if I really, really want something, I can just ask for
2: it. Because you are a specific manifester, and Stephanie, you are a non-specific manifester. What does that mean? Which means that you manifest much more quickly when you're thinking about the general stuff rather than the details. Okay. Whereas you can think about the details. Like the general stuff, like, I want a TV show. hmm Got it. Rather than, like, I want to be on this kind of TV show with this color and the da-da-da-da-da-da. Doesn't work. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's so cool to know. Yeah, I know. Get it's into so the nitty-gritty, honey. You yeah. got it, kid. <laughs> Use
2: that eye for detail. So
0: what are the other three? Yeah. So before um, we go into us, because that's all we were rolling her well, no. you know.
2: <laughs> so um No, so we care about done... our listeners
0: being educated
2: and yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so we've done mansions, we've done projectors. Yeah. Um you have generators. Mm-hmm. Generators are basically the people who are here to um inherently as yes, souls they all have an issue with like duty to other people um doing things for others is more important and makes you feel better than doing stuff for yourself okay um they are in the business now if you come back as a generator you're in the business of understanding that it's a win-win so when you do things that excite you you are a life force in motion you're just Mm. like so light and bright and great to be around that that's when you make other people happy wow instead of this like thing of like i put everyone else before me and then i'm the one that's like depleted and sad burdened because what happens is actually they are unable to make other people happy if they themselves don't have that beautiful energy of being someone who's excited and lit up. so you think about like oprah and Beyonce and Meghan Markle and Jennifer Lopez and like all these generator women. Their are generators? Wild. They're all people who, why do we gravitate towards them? Because they're just so sparkly and just like, we don't necessarily you know even if you don't like someone's music or whatever you there's that gravitational pull towards these kinds of people right um and that's because they are people who are in the business of doing what makes them happy Mm. so it sounds and then we talk about it a lot you know like in this current sort of like wellness where it's at it's like making yourself happy first but generators are the people that really come here to like integrate that because then by default, they will light other people up and that's what they're here to do. So whether that is through being a singer or whether that is through running your own product line or whatever, really what you're undercover, like like work mission is is to light other people up wow so as manifesting
0: because when you're talking about manifestors or generators mm-hmm. manifesting generators have like both of those things they
2: have both of those the, but it's like a it's not like a one plus one equals two it's more like a one plus one equals three because it's 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 a third thing, thing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's like a child mm-hmm. but what you have in common with generators is that you have the generator engine which means that basically when you do something you love it actually gives you more energy because it's like you're stoking your fire mm. so people that are generators or man gens that are exhausted all the time it's not because they do too much it's actually that they don't do enough of what makes them happy mm. so you have this thing of like you know when you're energized like you guys probably could tell me like you actually need less sleep when you're doing stuff that you really love Totally, and you actually don't need to rest as much and you can just keep going all day and just not get tired um, so that's the thing that they both have in common that's like the thing that the generator engine gives you
0: wow that's mm. so interesting yeah okay so then that's generators that's
2: generators then you have manifestors manifestors um they're only eight percent of the population now like i was saying and they were the people historically they have always risen to the top and always ruled because they are the people that just go this is what we're doing and they have that kind of like um that energy of being able to kind of like do what i call like starting a train and mm. then everyone else can get on it kind of thing so they're those people that say this is where we're going whether you know i'm concerned about what other people want they are the real people that are here to create movements and to start things and to get the ball rolling for the rest of us so we don't need as many of them as we used to need because of now every manifesto think about it can reach so many more people mm. so they're a dying breed but not i don't think they'll ever Fully die out, but it's just much more that like each manifester can affect so many more people. So manifestors are basically the people who are here to create a movement, and the main thing that they need to learn as people of uh, manifestors is that um, there will be some people that don't like what you're starting. And there will be some people that love what you're starting, but you have to be okay with understanding that it's not personal and that you're just attracting the people that are supposed to be on your train and keeping away the people that need a different manifesto, right? It's just, it's like a natural selection process that goes on. But it feels to a lot of manifesting generators because of the languaging that we use these days, that it feels like rejection or it feels like you're doing something wrong or there's something wrong with you or whatever. And they're very powerful people. They're very, they have big energy. You feel them when they walk into a room. So you have a reaction to a manifester usually.
0: Manifestors are polarizing.
2: Yes, they are polarizing. Um, but what I like to say to people who are manifestors who kind of get scared of that is it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be evil or people think badly of you. It's like... If you have a good consciousness, and we all had a good consciousness, if you had that reaction to that manifesto, which you just didn't like, you'd just be like, that's just not for me. Whereas we just live in a world where people are like, who does that person think they are, right. or they're crazy, or that that doesn't have to exist if we're all kind of a bit more high-minded and less judgmental about things.
0: And like trusting that, you know, in, in like this terms, like you find your tribe or whatever. Like I remember when I was a, a younger comic, I was a fan of Patrice O'Neill. And he was like very well known, but had like small audiences, like a very tight knit crew. And he his whole motto was just like, "I'm doing comedy for the people that I need to do it for, mm. and if people aren't fans of mine, mm. that doesn't matter to me because they don't mm. need what I'm doing."
2: Yeah. And I always think about that. That's so. I'm gonna like use that example. It's I really if he good as a manifesto. But they, I don't know. They all have such an issue with because they do feel that bigness of their energy, they feel a responsibility to kind of take everyone on that train and they have to accept that they can't take everyone and that they can't be these people pleasers or micromanage everyone else's happiness. Right. And so a lot of what happens is that sometimes they stay really small because they just don't want to have one person not getting on their train, so they'd rather not have anyone get on their train. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So, um, but then, you know, there's people that have you know done something created a whole new movement like jk rowling i mean people don't hate her you right you know what i mean like she started something totally different totally changed the world
1: mm-hmm. um
2: in a really unusual way yeah and yeah people don't judge her you know but people think of donald trump is like the common one he's a manifester think. he's a manifester definitely, definitely. yeah that mm-hmm. makes so much
0: sense where he's like every day of his whole life until this year was like
2: I'm gonna be president. yeah, and then just was. they literally speak things into existence. That's but
0: fucking crazy
2: people get people get a bit discouraged when I use Trump because obviously the consciousness is very different to how you use your energetic the energetics of your right It's like right. use the
1: powers for good not evil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so like Maya Angelou is a good manifester. J.K. Rowling's a good manifester. J.rr. Tolkien was also a manifester. like these people are like cool nice
1: what yeah, was the gentleman example? who Got the download for human design. What he was, was a manifesto Okay, too. interesting.
2: such a well-timed question. <laughs> uh, and then what's the fifth one? Um, the fifth type is reflectors. Okay. Reflectors, it's really interesting because, um, you know, in the wellness world, it's all about like, who are you and figure out who you are and for a reflector, that's the worst conditioning that they can be told because they are actually the ultimate chameleons. Mm. Um, and so they are by, they literally are undefined people, which means that they don't have their own flavor. But what that does mean is that they reflect back to us where we are as a society, because you look at the reflector and see how they're doing and that tells you so much about where we're all at. Wow. Whoa! Like who's mm. an example of a, of a reflector? So uh, they say Sandra Bullock is a reflector. I was
0: gonna say, I bet a lot of actors are reflectors. Mm.
2: Yeah, um, Michael Jackson was a reflector. <laughs> sad yeah. but you, you you look at that and say oh we did that to him we were a bit messed up as a society totally you know, and how he who he surrounded himself with and what he was exposed to because it's all about your environment because mm-hmm. your environment changes you temporarily right as mm-hmm. a reflector but it has so much more of an effect on reflectors than it does on all of us because we have our own like sunlight when we come into a room do you know mm-hmm. what i mean uh, reflectors are just like more moon like they kind of just like become and they Sort of wash with the tides. Wow. Um, but what's interesting about reflectors is, is a lot of people think that that is a weakness, but it's actually a real strength because you can be actually the most powerful, the most strong, the most loud, the most energized if you learn to curate what you're exposing yourself to and right. understand that you don't have to be the person that goes, I'm just this kind of person, or I'm like this, or I'm like that. And mm-hmm. if you stay more open to like the surprise and delight of life then you're going to do well. So I met a guy recently who was a reflector who really surprised me actually, because I was like, I'm sure he's a man-gen. Like he just like really came across like one. He lives here and um, he was telling me like, oh, I volunteer for like the fire department in my spare time and I run a hotel and I this and I that. And I was like, wow, definitely a man-gen. And why did his chart and he was a reflector. And um, it's very rare that I see reflectors that aren't just kind of like very discouraged by the world and wanting to like sort of retreat. And so people start to think that that's like the norm for reflectors is like marginalized at the, you know, the sort of side of society. But they actually belong in the center of the tribe because they're kind of like the beacon that's showing us how well we're doing. Wow. So they're the most wise people, not because of what they say or what they know, but more of they literally, there's no filtration system when we look at that. It's exactly who we are. So we need to be putting them right in the middle of the action and seeing how they uh, what how they're doing. Yeah.
0: What are you guys doing in there? We yeah. kids, we can't see ourselves. Mm-hmm. What I love about this is that it really does break down the barriers of how we think of the way that we're supposed to behave in society or the way that we're supposed to identify in society because mm-hmm. you know when we were younger a lot of the thing that we talked about in creating this and even prior to that was like both of us felt like undefined. Mm. In that we both had a lot of interest and like felt like oh, I need to be one thing or another or, and just with this information and I think it sounds like that with all of the, mm-hmm. the types where no we don't fit into mm-hmm. the structure that we're that is put upon us by society or by family. Mm-hmm. And this is such like a liberating. It's a way really to beautiful
1: modality of self-analysis. Mm-hmm. And once you have this information, you can then approach your day and any aspect of your life mm. with that much more ease mm-hmm. because you have a solid grounding in, you know, as you said at the top of the show, like it, it just makes for understanding of yourself. Mm. Uh, you don't get hung up on the things that don't apply to mm-hmm. your type. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's
0: why I was telling you. Like when you, you did ours briefly and I, even though it was so short, you, still, you told me that thing where I'll take things and then... Turn them up to a thousand. Mm-hmm. And I always thought I had like a crazy, like, temper. But really, it's just because I wasn't aware mm-hmm. of that. Like, I was matching what was coming to me. And mm-hmm. like, I would get into like, I once got like, even little interactions with people on the street. Like, mm-hmm. if they came at me, I would come out then 10 times harder. Mm-hmm. And I now can be like, Okay. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and that's in the in the extreme sense and in the in the limited sense, but it's just that tiny piece of information mm-hmm. like changed the whole way that I fucking like,
2: see the world. It's really interesting because when you see how other people like I've obviously known my mom my whole life but when I did her chart, it's like you see all the outside stuff that they do, but when you understand where it's coming from and yeah. why they're built that way, then you're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with them or with me. I don't need to get so hung up on why they're like this or why they're like that. You're like, I just get it. It's yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Like, phew, like breath, you know?
1: We interrupt this titillating conversation on human design to give love to one of our partners that made today's show happen today. Thank you to Care of Vitamins. They are the monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Want to be cute and want to be healthy?
0: Elizabeth, do you? Same. Yes, of course. Who doesn't? So go to TakeCareOf.com. Take
1: the easy online quiz. Find out what you need. Find out what you want. The quiz is based on your diet, your Health goals, your lifestyle choices, and it only takes about five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Now, if you already know what you need, you can also customize your pack based on that, which I love is that. really nice. That's I amazing. just added Rodeola to the mix. Ooh, a Rodeola is a very chill yeah.
0: mental experience. It really
1: is. We got some questions actually about like some other like cognitive function things and mm. that is one of them that i i quite like and yeah. i get it from care of concur so if you head over to take care of.com use promo code so retrograde for 25 percent off your first month of personalized care of vitamins the special portable ones with a little package yep your name on it yep Real cute. Don't forget to recycle the package. Again, that's takecareof.com. Promo code SO Retrograde, 25% off your first month. Namaste taking care of yourself. Love you. Is there,
0: so with like each sign, archetype, what are we? Energy type. Okay, energy, energy type. type. So with each energy type, is there ones that should? with others like how does it work for for coupling or for Um, partnerships? so
2: people ask me all the time like is it is there a better match for who or what and all this kind of stuff yeah it it's kind of like more how you know that book the five love languages Mm -hmm. yes so how it works with um you know relationships is obviously making sure that you're getting the thing that you need the most from your other partner so let's say for example I understood that um if I was in a relationship with a manifesting generator what they need the most is someone to kind of like be in their corner to say yes change go quick I know you can do this like you're amazing like we just kind of referring that playfulness you know <laughs> Where
0: <is he>? yeah <laughs> it's really that
2: it's a cheerleader yeah. to say yes of course and you have and just to remind you that you're powerful you know and that you are an achiever when you go oh no but if I'm not linear I'm never going to get there right so that's the thing that they need the most is like that encourage the cheerleading exactly and someone mm. to remind you of the playfulness of it all rather than taking things so heavy and literal like the rest of the world because like, yeah. you guys are really square pegs in the round holes so they're often like the most misunderstood um people so that's kind of what like so it's more about okay if you're in a relationship with a man, Jen, that's how you that's the most I important see. thing you can give them mm-hmm. so it's about understanding like i need to give them their most important thing that they need from others and then we'll both be happy so know? where yeah. can our listeners figure out
1: who they are who their partner mm-hmm. is like what's this the, the- what do we do next
2: <laughs> so um give us the 411 <laughs> so you there's a website called mybodygraph.com mybodygraph okay mm-hmm. great and you put in like you said your birth time birth time is super important um you can't just say like i think i was born at around right. one o'clock initially it has to i was like... three minutes off yeah and
1: now we know but that was yeah. crucial in the design of it all. Yes,
2: and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter. like It doesn't change one minute to the next necessarily, but it's all about portals of energy. And if you're born into that portal, then that says something about you. So the portal could change the next minute after you're born or it could change the next hour after you're born, but we just don't know. Okay. So you really have to get your birth time right. Um, so you put all your information into My Body Graph and on the right of the drawing with a, with a human being with all these different colors and shapes on the right hand side of that they will say things like energy type profile incarnation cross a bunch of different things so the first thing what we're talking about now is your um, energy type and um, it will tell you there what your energy type is and then um you know, that's when you can start to kind of look into more Mm. about that energy type. And then once you kind of familiarize yourself with the energy type, then you can go into the different bits, too.
0: What's the thing that
2: you had your assistant look up uh, earlier? Oh, so that is um, something that's called, it's called Maya Mechanics Advanced Imaging. Okay. Um, What's really funny is that Ra Uruhu, the guy that started human design, um, he obviously isn't alive anymore. He designed this advanced imaging for um, PCs, which now obviously no one uses, yeah. like Windows. Yeah. Um, but there's like a specific advanced imaging, which has like a whole other bunch of things in it that a normal chart, you know, like a basic My Body Graph chart would not have in it. Um, and it tells you all about the way that you are supposed to curate your life, okay. to live it the way you're supposed to live it. Whoa! So the way that you're supposed to eat food, the way you're supposed to, where you're supposed to live, how you're supposed to strategize, your viewpoint on the world, um, your strongest sense. Oh, interesting. Because everyone has a sense that is the strongest in them. That's kind of like their guiding sense through life in the way that they take in information from the ex- external world but also the way they share things with the external world so let's say for example yesterday I was doing one for a guy who is a um, contractor like a house contractor and his stronger sense was like touch so obviously makes sense yeah and so you can see that it could mean that you're many different things, but your primary sort of guiding thing in life is your touch. For example, my mom is also touch. She never worked a day in her life, but she's so, like, the way that she shows affection, she, like, weirdly, like, always wants to grab people and, like, squeeze people. And she, like, hurts you or she like, dig her nails into you. But then she's also really good at, like, if a baby's throwing up, even if she doesn't know the baby, she'll, like, hold her hand out to catch the, mm-hmm. like, vomit. Do you know what I mean? So it's... Catching vomit and building homes is not the same thing, right? But it's that using your sense of touch to really navigate what your specific skill is in the world. Wow, yeah, that's so, so interesting. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: Let's say dying to get into our listener um, goes onto my body graph and checks all that out. You have online like as so you've been doing this full time for how
2: long? two years right
1: and in that time I mean it's completely blown up Mm -hmm. and you don't have enough hours in the day to reach the demand so you created these videos and recordings Mm -hmm. so talk to our listeners about where they can find that because I think that that's amazing
2: thank you so um exactly I because I'm a projector I can only um do about three hours of full-on like um with my human design hat on work every day because the rest of it is supposed to be about cultivating what I know so if I invest too much in what I put out rather than putting stuff in that shortcuts short circuits the whole thing so I only do three readings a day um and I was just like wow there's so much knowledge like if my main goal is to make sure that everyone like my dream one day is to be on an airplane and to hear two people talk about what energy type they are you know how like you hear people talk about yeah. like being a Pisces or whatever yeah. like I would just love if I was on a plane and someone was like I'm a generator or whatever well, you know? I will say
0: the astrology thing is like fully permeated the mainstream yeah. I was on I was listening to the radio the other day and the DJs were like this is it's leo season so it's a great time to buy a car and i was like what the fuck is happening here (laughs) this is insane so dope wow yeah it's like here
2: that's so cool so i don't know if that's that far off yeah but i definitely was like i'm not gonna get there by just doing people one-on-one readings right because also if it's an hour then we can't get into like what your sister is what your son is what your all these things how you're supposed to eat how you're supposed to curate your environment like there's just so much to squeeze in one hour so I um, decided to do channeled uh, readings and record them or video them so that people could buy different aspects of their chart and put it all together so it it looks exactly like a reading for me. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So you can, you know, um, the first thing is there's a half hour audio of the basics of being each energy type and it goes into how to use your energy type. And I swear, even if it's so much more beneficial rather than knowing everything about your whole chart if you just master your energy type which takes years that's already like a revelation enough yeah so um we have the basics of your energy type and then we have how to eat for your energy type and then we're rolling out digesting life which means that you're curating your environment what's your strongest sense all that kind of stuff that's um launching on the 4th of September so cool yeah and then after that we'll do parenting and work and relationships and you know all the different applications of it Um, but then that just it just means that if you don't want to wait to have a session or you can't afford to have a session or you want to just learn in your own time and have the recording to kind of keep on listening to then um, you know, it's just a much easier way to get the information delivered. Bringing the information to the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I mm-hmm. will say that
1: a lot of the initial reading when we all sat down at Hugo's mirrored a lot of my astrological chart, and same with Stephanie's, which is oh. always really fascinating mm-hmm. and interesting when you see these common themes throughout these different modalities. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there. I mean, it's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. It really adds some facts to something that could possibly be received as random. Mm
2: -hmm. And I think it's it's so much more about the person that sees rather than like, these are just like mediums through which we can interpret stuff. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? But actually, it's all the same. Like, it's not about human design is the thing or astrology is the thing or this is the... It's just like, it's all... All the things. Yeah. Uh, Tell our listeners where
1: they can find the uh, audio and video stuff.
2: Uh, So it's just on my website, which is jennazoe.com. Great. So you just go there and kind of. Um, there's a part of it that's. I call it the rabbit. It's like called the rabbit hole, because people kept using. You know, I want to go down the rabbit hole with human design. So I was like, great, we're gonna call this the rabbit hole. That's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Because I just don't like, like programs, courses. Like, yeah, it feels like so, so official. Dry. I know. Wonderful. Also, the rabbit hole is like a trippy experience. <laughs> which is
1: and cool. for our listeners, make sure if this any of this interests you, make sure next time you're on a plane to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I might hear you, and you might make my. True. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much thank for joining you. us
2: oh my gosh it's a pleasure yes that's a retrograde
1: we're capping this episode with some questions that we got via instagram and we are also simultaneously instagram living this wow, so wow, 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 wow! for those of us those of you joining us right now hi hi um okay so first question wanted to know what was the deal with the fire bucket in your living room stuff Okay, so that is something from Shannon
0: Aganza, Moon Gathering. And she comes in with the bucket and fills it with uh, salts, essential oils, and lights it up with some rubbing alcohol. And it's clearing the energy in my space. And it's crazy because every time she does it, we both see a falcon in the fire. So Wild. It's pretty exciting. Live it up. Yeah. Um. Cool. That's that. I mean, I don't really know what else to say other than it's like, Getting, getting unwanted stagnant yeah. energies out of my space. And sometimes
1: it takes a village of a fire. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Sometimes that Palo Santo just won't cut it. Okay, I love this question. Whatever happened to Ambie, did you have a falling out? Um, Well, Ambie is one of the closest people in our lives. Yeah. Don't you worry, she's coming on the show. Um, next month. Next month, yeah. so see you then, guys.
0: There's just, the astrology community is so vast and so wonderful, and so we like
1: to get. And she's like moved and like, you know, expanding her practice and doing her thing nothing but love we don't have falling outs that's not our vibe except for with each other lies okay (laughs) um where are your favorite places to shop for ethically made clothing I like to resale I think that's like the best where does it say that right here oh uh, yeah, I think second hand would be. Second hand is really fun. We love obviously Rothys, they're a great shoe that's ethically produced. Um obviously I'm going to shout out one the line that I've been advising on. Yes. Um, it, it's ethically produced because it is made from really beautiful high quality fabric and mindfully made so that you can keep it for as long as you want. I love that. Not going to fall apart on you. Um what recycle else? fashion? Recycled fashion. Crossroads. Wasteland.
0: Where else? Rich.
1: Oh, come on. R.I.P. Wait, what's the one? Um, Jet Rag. Yes. We like that. All of them. Sell your clothes and then buy new clothes with that credit. That's Mm -hmm. also a really good vibe. And I'm also interested in a Poshmark situation. Mm -hmm. If anyone has intel on that, let me know. Um, How did you start this business podcast? What are your backgrounds? What a question.
0: (sighs) Um, Well, my background is in stand-up comedy, as you guys probably know, and I was just a professional
1: talking asshole and decided to use my powers for good and not evil. That's all you got to do. My background, uh, we kind of covered a teensy bit of it this week with Brad, but I started in the digital space in PR and fashion and kind of evolved into kind of like a more um, creative conceptualization role in a multitude of projects. Mm. And then this was kind of the creative project that kept going. The gift that keeps on And living. I would say, how did we start this? How did we start? It was really just based off of our own deep curiosity in the realm of the things that we talk about here now Mm -hmm. our own conversations our own (laughs) google deep dives Mm -hmm. and then um it just evolved you know i think that water attracts equal levels and there's a lot of beautiful levels of water that have met us with ours and are vibing in what we're doing Let's just chalk it up to Stony Curiosity. Stony Curiosity. <laughs> At we the were end of the day. high and we had questions. Yeah, that's how this business you know started. What we also
0: haven't done in a while is check our voicemails. We need to do that. Right. That's a different thing. But I just realized that the, all this interaction made me realize that I missed your guys' voices. Yeah. Should we do a couple more questions?
1: Sure. And then we'll wrap up the pod. Um. Yeah. What else do we have? Um. I liked. There was one question that was funny. Elizabeth, how long have you been suffering from migraines? Well, since I was in elementary school. Oh. Do you two say I love you to each other? If yes, do you say it at the end of phone combos? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say no. We don't? (laughs) I don't know. I think we do. Sometimes. Like when we leave one another, it's like love you, but it's not like a mandatory thing because if it's forced it's gross. But I also feel like that's such a thing like
0: in high school and middle school where like at the end of a phone conversation you have to say to your friends like alright I love you bye. Love
1: ya XO. And no.
0: No it's definitely not. It's
1: more of like a mellow just like love you and then like obviously if one of us you know is going through it we're like we're a big like loving family you of know. Of
0: course but what a funny question Alyssa MP. Thank you for that. Current
1: favorite song? Mm. I just took that bitch and made her name of LLC. Oh, mm. I don't know. Stole that from me, huh?
0: I just because you love it so much, I was giving it. I was giving it to you. Geez, you know my favorite's Chun Li.
1: Fuck. Well, I just want to inc- can't that's share a, favorite songs. That's a, yes, we love each other, but we cannot share favorite songs. <laughs> no, it was a callback to the a few weeks ago when I shouted out the Nikki album and you weren't on board, and then you listened to it. Okay. Sorry, I'm gonna hold you accountable. Okay. Accountability partner. Okay. And now you love it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm. You know saying. what? You're
0: right. You were the one to say there's enough for everyone, and I really I remembered how much I love the pink print. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go into it. Yeah, and um, you were
1: correct. Thank you. That's all I need. I just need to be told when I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What a great conversation we had with Jenna Zoe today check her out human design Jenna Zoe Daily, and I think where it's at there's, an, uh, there's a there's website where you can go and find your own human design yeah we design shout as well. it out and we will um, put it in the episode notes on that so retrograde.com for sure um a few things. We have a live show in Connecticut September 22nd part of the Thrive Weekend. Mm. You can check out our events page and our Instagram page for that. Mm -hmm. We also have uh, a live show that we just announced happening September 23rd at 5 p.m. in Brooklyn at Union Hall. A Very. very cool venue. We are so excited. It's our first New York City show. You asked for it. We're delivering. Yes. And um um, yeah, what a what a fun uh, second episode of the week. Love it. Love it so it's much. It's been a pleasure doing business it with you, my friend. It has been a pleasure. It, I'm getting used to how close we are. I don't <laughs> love it, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Steph and I are sitting next to each other for the sake of an Instagram live. We're trying stuff. She's very Technology, you guys. Um, all right, I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie
0: Simbari. This is
1: That's So Retrograde. Namaste listening, y'all.
2: Yes, that's so
0: retrograde.